said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. I went to the club and I ran into this girl And she was telling me about how she feeling everything Her name was New York But she said, Troy, listen She said, yo, new shit pumping You make us so proud We've been wanting something this good for a while But I'm not fooled by both them dimples on your face when we dance, I felt that fit fall on your waist And you know, she like my style, she like my clothes It ain't no Chuck involved, she knows I came so far from dealing blow Been on my grind and now it shows Ain't nobody around who sound like this We ain't the same, they rode that dick Fuck them lames, get down with this Pop shampoo, girl, shake your hips She got the long hair, ain't nothing fake Alright, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Gers, aka Life As I See It, episode 186. We got the homie Gert in the building, the homie Rico Key in the building, mm-hmm. Shouts to Woozy, aka Bad Lungs, and of course, Shouts to C. Uh, and shout out to all of you listeners. If it is your first time, make sure that everybody is subscribed to the podcast, wherever y'all listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, etc. Make sure that y'all check our visual content on our YouTube page, as well as our Patreon at patreon.com backslash life as I see a podcast. Uh, so I kind of want to just jump right in because, you know, we are recording fresh off of uh the boston celtics and the philadelphia 76ers game uh it's playoff basketball uh it was a hell of a game um and it's been some very good basketball we talked about that last pod been real good basketball in the first round now we are into the second round um it's continuing and i just want to talk basketball for a little bit so uh gert i know you saw the game uh boston lost Philly stole one in Boston. So what's some of your, your your takeaways from game one and how you kind of think that series is going to play out? Arden showed up to play. Yes, he did. I ain't got no takes on, on that. Um, I'm, 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 I'm just watching all of this and taking it all in. I knew this year would be looking like this. It did. I didn't know that these would be the players. Um, you know, who made it to the end uh, makes sense. And I heard people saying the other day, like everybody talks about the bubble, but still the same team from the bubble in the playoffs. It's not like it's a whole new roster or, you know, a whole new uh, different talent pool that made it to the bubble that's still being successful. They've been successful from now. I mean, from then till now. Let me ask you this real quick about the bubble. Uh, are you one of the people or one of those people who look at the bubble and think that it was like a, like that was a fluke season or fluke championship that didn't count or you think it meant more? Like how you look at that? I don't look at better or worse. I try to just look at things as different. I think in both cases, it presents challenges. 
Um, but it, it, as a professional, there's no excuses. It's who's going to go get the job done. You know, they try, they, to, they try to find a way to, to, to discredit it. Yeah, it's crazy. Like for that nigga to be in year 20 and still playing at the level he's playing at and people don't like acknowledge that is fucking crazy. It really is crazy, though. It really is crazy. Listen, I didn't say that this was a devout church goer, too. But because of the good that they did and people still only found, you know, a way to talk about the bad. But she compared LeBron to Jesus. And when I heard it, it sounded like a fair comparison. In a vacuum, if you're speaking specifically about people, like you said, doing uh, a, a bunch of good, that not being acknowledged and only the, the, the bad or the negative or the things that aren't deemed quote unquote good, they focus more on that. Uh, there's not a comparison if you want to say that still only because there Thank wasn't you. any bad. No, I'm just saying, no, I'm just, I'm only, I'm only saying like, what, what's the opposite side in, for the Jesus point is the only thing, I'm, this question I'm asking. What, Jesus? Right. If Jesus was perfect, then what would be the bad part that somebody would be focusing on? Nigga LeBron perfect. And I, <laughs> I, like, I don't mean literally, nigga, I'm saying... Nigga, nobody met Jesus, nigga. We don't know. It could be the same shit as what I'm saying. All right. Well, anyway, um, so you don't have a, uh, uh, you said you don't really have a take. You just watching the games and you just enjoying being a basketball fan? I want to see the Laker-Golden State series. I do, too. Lakers, Golden State has been the best team for, like, the past 10 years. But LeBron James has been the best player for the last 10 years. And we're going to see the best player in the NBA versus the best team in the NBA. And you'll see what wins. Can one player dictate the outcome? That's interesting. You know, a lot of people, when Golden State was down 0-2, already was ready to throw in the towel when I was simply saying, look, first of all, they had a chance, number one. But outside of that, they've been there too many times. Anybody, I'm always inclined to lean towards experience, especially when you are the experienced ones and you've achieved the highest level of achievement. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been doing it. Like you said, for the last 10 years, they've been killing the game as one of the premier teams in the NBA, period. Um, and so... Now here we are. It's the same syndrome when people hate when people are winning. They 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 do it with the Yankees, or they did it with the Yankees. They did it with the Lakers. They did it with the Patriots. They did it with Serena Williams. They did it with all types of people. They don't like. They they can't wait until you fall off because you just can't be. Never been the nigga that's that stood for this long. Like they can't they can't stand it, and. uh point of the LeBron thing it's it's very interesting I'll say to watch people's stubbornness and not being willing to acknowledge the greatness that they're witnessing and the greatness that is taking place you know what I'm saying it's like you finding you skip Bayless in it you finding the smallest little detail to kind of halfway say something about just to make a point for the opposite side you know it's crazy it's crazy but I agree 
Um, I want to see the Golden State and Lakers series. I think that's going to be great. Um, you Knicks know, it Miami looks going to be dope too. Knicks Miami is going to be really good. Looking um, two teams that play team basketball. Hold on, repeat that again. Say that again. You're looking at two teams that play team basketball. That's what's going to make that series good. Yeah, because the role players are stepping up. And like you said, team basketball. The, the stars are being stars. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And the role players are doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, and here's where it really it's almost like football. They say football is a battle of uh, a game of inches. Like both those teams don't have a star. Miami and the Knicks don't really have a star. Jalen Jimmy Butler's the star. No, he's not. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler going to a different team will be the number two option. He's the number one. But this this we're talking about this team, girl. This one. I understand what you're saying, but what I'm saying is He's the man because there's not the man there. He's just That's filled. not his fault, though. Well, that don't change the facts. You're missing what I'm saying. There's other players in the NBA. Kevin Durant, no matter where he goes, he's going to be the number one option. I'm saying these are two teams that don't have a player that can do that. Okay. They, All right. Looking at two teams that don't have a player who definitely can go to another team and be the number one option. That's what I'm speaking to. Okay. That's true. I agree with that. Jalen Brunson may have asserted himself, but I'm still not. Right. The jury's still out. The jury's still out. I mean, great season, great year. Uh, well, no, I knew bad. he was going to be this when him and I see him and Luke, I get into it. But I'm saying, um, you know, he still ain't certified yet. But Hold on, you because you always say that him and Luca, Luca, you the only nigga that say Luca. <laughs> uh, but like you always say when him and Luca get, got into it. So what are you talking about? If you go back to the playoffs last year, Luca got hurt and Jalen Brunson had to carry the team, making everybody move without the basketball and play team basketball. Luca's a player that played like James Harden. He wants the ball in his hand, dribble the clock down, and put up a fucking bad shot. They go in a lot of the time, but they're not good possession shots. Jalen Brunson is going to make people cut to the basket and find easy scores. So he had to decide, am I going to cower and understand that this is his team and let him run his team how he wants to, or... Am I going to continue to do the shit that I know works that put us in a position that we even are in today to play for this shit we're playing for today? He bet on himself and Luca told the nigga, give me the ball. And the nigga said, no, nigga, cut to the basket. And Luca was like, no, nigga, give me the ball. And the nigga said, I right, then you just not going to and get the ball <laughs> so he he dribbling he go to the hole Luca cut to the basket he kick it to him Luca easy layup but he like nigga that's that's how we need to and for him to have that I knew he was going to be good because for him to do that he betting on himself you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody knows the star of the team, nigga. You got to listen to the star of the team. 
Right. But in the playoffs, with you know, on the main stage to have that confidence to bet on himself, I say he either a fool or he know what the fuck he's talking about. So from that point, it's just watching him to see what he do from there. And then when we got him, I'm like, all right. Now I get to really watch him to see, and that's what he did was all he's doing is making the Knicks play team basketball. Yeah. But not going to just give the ball to Julius Randle, let him dribble the clock down and put up a bad shot. No. Everybody move. You go set a screen. You cut. And that's what he's doing. We're going to play defense, but we're going to play for each other. See, where you get niggas like LeBron, you can even say Luka, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, uh, Donovan Mitchell is a few names. They're good enough to just put the ball in and let them figure it out. That's kind of what you need for down the stretch in the playoffs, right? Where, all right, everybody knows what everybody's going to do. Who's going to be the player that's going to get out there and be creative? You get what I'm saying? It's like, that's what you want your star player for. That's what Michael Jordan was great at closing games. He understood okay, they need me down the stretch because we both know what each other's going to do. I can improvise. I can ball fake and do all of this shit that's going to make people move and I get easy baskets. That's what you want your stall for. You get what I'm saying? Word. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, So let's switch it. Let's switch it real quick. So kind of halfway keeping it sports. Um, I'm gonna introduce it this way. So Cam and Mace have a podcast called It Is What It Is. They talk sports. They was both basketball players. They funny niggas. They grew up together. They both from Harlem. They got a show. It's funny. It's dope. It's on YouTube. Cool. Um, Joe Button coined the phrase pot wars. And I think we're <laughs> seeing another version of that between Joe Button, Cam, Nori, everybody's mixed in this bunch because of some shit that Nori and Joe was chopping it about on his pod, and Joey was sending shots, Nori was sending shots, and Cam found the footage when it was convenient, released it, and showed, you know, he was well, he basically told uh <laughs> He called Joey a crackhead. He told Nori to stay away from him. And he was basically on some shit like, yo, you was on some bullshit. You was talking about my shit. Nori responds, say, yo, you got my number. Let's not do this internet shit, but I'm going to respond on the internet since you did the internet shit, whatever, whatever. And Joey responded and was like, oh, well, you know, he was like, stop playing with me. You know you're sensitive. He was like, this crackhead uh, surpassed you a long time ago. So um, it was a lot of little back and forths, whatever, whatever. We've all kind of seen the back and forth. Uh, I just want to ask ask you, what do you make of all of this, if anything? It's, it came smart enough to attach itself to their platforms for uh, ratings. They have an established fan base. If they get to mention in him, their fan base sees his stuff. I don't think he thought that they was talking to him really because I didn't see where he could think that. Like it, it, they weren't talking to him. He came out early and said, my shit is the show. It's not a podcast. They both understand, you know, the difference. And why would they be talking to Cam? He got a new shit. Like he not, um, 
He's not a threat. He's not a threat, yeah. Unless it was to help him. Yeah, which always could be a play behind the scenes on the low, too. Do you think it's some of that, or you think it's just Cam being smart and, and understanding timing? We all know what it is. Yo, if I say something, they understand business. They understand marketing and promotion and all of that shit. They've been in entertainment for the past 20 years. They know when somebody's doing something, what they're trying to do it for and what the reason is. Over 20 years. Like, they all know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would agree. Uh, and I do I do think that it's Cam understanding timing, understanding his position, and just trying to get more views, trying to get more 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 eyes on his platform. Uh, it's a smart play. I don't know if they are conspiring behind closed doors on the low to to you know to actually make it make him pop more or help him out. But uh, I definitely think he's taking advantage of his platform and leveraging it to get more people to tune into his shit. It's a smart play. It's well played. Uh, I do still think that Joe will uh, address the you know th this whole thing on his platform when the next pod comes out, and it's going to be interesting to see the stance that he takes because. You know, he's been saying, look, I stop playing with me this year. Like, <laughs> I got my money up and I'm ready for war. So stop playing with me. If you're talking about me, I'm I'm responding every time. Like, I don't care. If you're talking about me, I'm I responding. Like it. I like it. I do. Uh, I do. And I'm interested to see how Cam responds because what Joe said is, nigga, my money is up now. I'm ready for war. Like I, 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 when I didn't have the bread, I sat back and shut up and respected niggas. Now that I'm up, niggas is gonna sit back and respect me. I already lapped you twice, nigga. Shut up. That's ballsy, <laughs> that's ballsy to say to Cam. It is very much so. Very much so. Cause Cam is another King Petty, and he ain't responding yet. He didn't respond to that. No, he did not. Not yet. I would like to see that. It's coming. I don't think so. I think you know, Cam going to chill. I think you agree, Cam. You, you agree with the statement he lapped him a long time ago? Or lapped him at all? If Joe is doing what Joe says he's doing, I would imagine him. And I don't know, but uh, Joe is a big deal in the podcast world. You better believe it. He's the top dog. He is the top dog. As far as urban black black media is concerned, he's the top dog. Um, what did Gilly and Wallow just get? Allegedly, 20? ten. I but I I don't quote me. Corey and Maul got, and they saying they the highest paid podcasters. So I could be wrong. So don't quote me on that because they did allegedly get ten. So. Oh, a hundred, I think it was. I think it was a hundred. I think it was a hundred. But no details ever came out. We don't know the length. We don't know whatever. But I believe the reported number was a hundred mil. Now they do work for Barstool Sports. So um you could be, you could have more money <laughs> than someone else working for someone. So the notion 
of just because. I agree with that, but I'm saying Joe, Joe pays the staff. Like, and if you see the studio, the upgradedness of, like, that ain't cheap where it, you know, and it could be just an apartment, but even still, that's an apartment rent. You know, and it's a, and it's an apartment in Edgewater that is right off the water, seeing the city and in the background. Take, even if you take that out of it, it's still expensive because he's... Well, no, but that, that, that's important because no, no, you no, know I can't, how much bad that is. No, no, no. I'm saying on the lowest level. That's that. I'm saying even if we look at him on the lowest level, he has a staff he's paying, and he has a location that that's all money. It's like the Troy Ave shit, right? Like where these niggas came out and was like, "Yo, the nigga chain is fake." Who cares if you seen him bail out on on high bails? Like the money is there. If he's not entertaining properly, then so what? But it ain't like what are you the trying? Money to... is there. The money Bro. is there. Yeah, like what are we talking about? Yeah, like and he's still riding big. He's still still riding big. He's still, you know, his crib is, you know, whatever. Like yeah. But I'm yeah. not even saying if that because he could be lying about that shit, right? We don't know what he got. That's oh, true, but the is... facts are the facts are he is bailing that, out. He, he's bailing out when he get caught at the very least. Like at the very minimum, at the very least, he's not broke. He's not. He's making bail. He's paying for lawyers. Like, mm. what the fuck are you? We talking about? And ain't you nobody know? giving him all of that bread. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. why would you even say something about the change? Didn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, niggas be reaching, man. They don't. They don't. They don't really know what to say, and. They be sounding so outdated when they say certain shit. It's like, ah, right, you out of touch, my guy. That's what <laughs> happens when you do that, right? Because then they show you in the video with the same chain on. <laughs> you, Mad yeah. videos. But you got to look at He didn't look at himself like, why would I even want to show people that? That's what he should have asked himself like, who cares? But I think people be thinking their voice is louder than what it really is. And I think that's a people thing. Like, it's not just with the individuals that we may be referring to, but I think it's yeah, a people yeah. thing. Yeah. People think that their voice is, is louder than what it really is. They think that they are more lit than they really oh, are. More than what they know. I had somebody tell, like, I, I be having people say wild shit to me. I ain't even, I could give you mad examples where people said like, oh, well, you know, my parents did it to me. So it's like, yeah, nigga, but you ain't shit. I'm never gonna, like, you're not the bar. You think because <laughs> it happened to you that I should do it to somebody now? You you didn't turn out to be nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you don't get a pass just for being grown and having kids and paying bills. Like that don't that don't that, no, no, that, I'm saying like a person no, like I no. beat my kids because my parents beat me. It's like, yeah, but nigga, you work at fucking <laughs> But this that's but that's my point. Like people are saying things, but like they're, they're saying it and then they're backing it up with, they're not actually saying, look at me, even though that might be what they're implying, but what they're, what they're standing on or what comes behind that, the energy that comes behind that is, yeah, you know, because I'm grown and I've been there and I done been around and I got kids your age and I got yeah, like, they, they, they <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your life is trash. <laughs> 
Respectfully. <laughs> right, respectfully. I'm just saying, if I had to trade lives with somebody, I would not come find you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick yours. I wouldn't pick yours. Respectfully. 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 Yeah, that respectfully shit is genius. <laughs> I wonder though, it's like you wouldn't even pick yours. Like, it's like... it definitely wouldn't. <laughs> Word, niggas gotta relax, man. Uh oh, yeah. I think we might got an update. What? Did something for on air? I think Killer and them is uh. Now they recording. Huh? They recording the new episode right now. Come on, man. Tap in. <laughs> nah, I already, but I'm saying I thought uh, he might have been on some spicy shit right now. Yeah, nah, they they probably fresh off of the game and talking sports, but they gonna we're gonna see, you know. The captions say nobody safe. All right. <laughs> Aight. But that's great marketing. Yo, so all right, let's talk about marketing, right? Idea Which, of listen, real quick. Shout out LaRussell. We gotta shout out LaRussell. We go to uh any type of marketing. All right, shout out to LaRussell because I fuck with LaRussell, but tell me why you want to shout him out. Did you see they shit together? Like his marketing shit is genius. Mm -hmm. It's give us something for it, and that way you continue to turn a dollar and nothing to sin. Genius. Mm -hmm. I'll take I'll take whatever you got, it just won't be free. Huh? Yeah, but that's still marketing and promotion. You I know because you're gonna tell you're gonna tell the next person about you're gonna tell the next person about it. You're gonna you're gonna make money off of it. You're going to provide an experience to where if you if you pay ten dollars, right? I'm you saying pay, think about it like this, right? Marketing, your marketing budget is just something you throw away. Right, like pop-ups, uh, billboards, that's all money you just throwing away. We figured out how to turn a profit on even that money. That's, that's genius. the genius. Yeah, that's the genius. Yeah, That's why we got to mention him from the start. If we're going to talk about, that's why I, I had to interrupt because that's genius. He just figured out how to make money back off marketing. You tied into your merch. Yeah, that is that is genius. So shout out. Matter of fact, you get a round of applause. You get yeah. a round of applause. Shout out to La Russell. Um, because yeah, that's that's genius and that's fire. Um, and I, I want to speak about marketing from the perspective of a show, right? So we're talking about the whole Cam and Joey and this person going at that person or whatever, right? Now, a lot of times when you have anticipation for a show or episode of something. If it's some controversy, you're going to tune in to see what that person has to say about the controversy. Now, the marketing aspect of it, a lot, what a lot of people do is they'll wait until an hour into the show, uh, you know, an hour into a two hour show before they actually address it. Because now they've gotten you engaged the whole time, knowing that, you know, it's a, it's a strong possibility that we might hear this person address whatever the issue is that we want to hear. So let me tune in. So they got you, they got you listening. They got you listening. They carrying you along. But now throughout that first hour, it might be 35, 40 minutes out of that first hour that you really, really enjoy. So now 
you almost damn near forgot about the part that you 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 tuned in for initially and then they finally get to it that marketing from the perspective of like what you just said with cam cam we just spoke about the whole back and forth between those three now he's captioning something off of a post saying nobody's safe i don't think he's going to lead off his sports show talking about other podcasters i don't believe that he might but i don't believe that like that would that's not the brand of what the show is. We already know how Cam is as a personality. We know he gonna crack jokes, he gonna be witty. You know, he always he's not afraid to say whatever. So we know that about his personality, but, but him stepping into this space in a concentrated effort to talk about sports on his sports platform show, I don't think that he would lead off with the drama, right? But just putting that little bit, ca that caption, nobody's safe. It got people like, oh shit, what's Cam going to say? I know Nori was, has something to say. I know Joe Button has something to say. I think that's smart marketing. No? Nah. I think the clip was really him shooting at him. Like, I don't know. That's kind of what it looked like. Wait, what you talking about? Go check it out, whatever. Wait, what you say? Let me see. Plug it. I'm gonna look at it right now. Oh, now yeah, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Cause I'm looking. Well, what am I right about? I don't know what I'm right about. <laughs> I'm right about what? It was marketing. He talking about the sports shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the way that you should do it. But to the point that both of us made, you know. I, I just wanted that, to see him go back and forth with Joe because that would have been dope. But no, it ain't. He he. If they're filming the show as we're filming our show, we don't right. know. No, nobody knows the show. It's not a live show that's on YouTube. It don't come out till tomorrow. I know that, but I don't think they're gonna do it from the show. I think if he was gonna do it, he was gonna do it from his page, not the uh the show page. You get what I I'm get saying? It. Yeah, yeah. Well, where show page whereas joe's platform is the stage for just that right joe genius that way joe genius for that for sure mm -hmm. and shouts to my man low uh because you know i i i stay tapped into a lot of what he's doing uh we had him on we had him on here i forget what episode but y'all go check that episode out on YouTube right now. Uh, but <laughs> I saw a post that he put and it, I thought it was funny. And he was like, dear new podcasters, here's a tip. You're not Joe Button. That's the tip. <laughs> like, because, you know, a lot of people that you can just do the free flowing style of podcasting the exact way that Joey does his shit. And people don't understand how difficult it talking is like it's not just talking and saying words you know what i'm saying you got to have something to say that should be one of the number one rules have something to say because why do i care why are people going to listen to you why are people going to continue to listen after two minutes are you compelling are you entertaining like you know what i'm saying so i just found that to be funny because a lot of people look at podcasting and it's become such a saturated market Everybody wants one. Everybody has one. It's not as easy as it looks. And a lot of shit do be trash. 
And I understand even going back to that Joey point of why he said, I like when niggas fail. Because the way that I took it, he explained it this way, but the way that I interpreted it was he understands the work that it takes to, you know, to put the work you got to put in to get your shit to a high level. His has reached that level. And you can't just jump in this space because you got a you had a a couple hit records or you were actor or you were popular celebrity. And yeah, you might get the fanfare initially because it's like, oh, Angelina Jolie got a podcast. Oh, you know, Tom Cruise got a whatever, whoever people like, like the celebrityism might have you tune in for week one, but is it gonna bring them back week two, week three, week seven, week 19? Like, and he was saying, I like when people try it and fail because only the strong survive. That's in anything. That's in well, anything. He also had a post saying that those no's is what make, you know, you go back and produce a better product. Like, you're not supposed to be successful at your first try. You're supposed to fail, go back, revamp it, and make it right. You, you didn't create a perfect product. Like, there's trial and error. That failure is to make you go back to the drawing board and then, you know, come back out with what you think is your best product. You got to listen to what people say they didn't like. You know, you got to take constructive criticism. Like, but the process is the process. You get to where you trying to get for going through the process. Hey, how well, just putting it on you for a second, how well do you think you receive constructive criticism? Very. It's just most people's criticism talking to me is not constructive. Now, are you, uh, is that an objective or an emotional yes. perspective? No, it's objective. I, I I do the work myself. So nine times out of 10, if you're not really actively paying attention to the situation, you're just telling me something I've already looked at different ways and you're not helping. Like I, I I do the legwork myself before I start to do things. So you're a self-corrector. Yes. I still I, I still outsource for the things I don't know, but I have a keen sense myself of what needs to be done. You know what I'm saying? Word. Like you know that. I hit you and be like, whatever you like, nigga, mm-hmm. you smiling or mm-hmm. not one, but I the people around me hold me accountable. Right. Along right. with myself. It's time right. you hit me like now nah, you got it, nigga. You you figured it out. You just gotta ground yourself in that and it is, you know? Right. These conversations. Yeah. Uh self-correction is important. It takes self-awareness though. You know, a lot of people ain't it's only important if you want to change yourself. That's a bar. Most people yeah. ain't into changing themselves though. They were coping. Like everything mm. is coping today. There's no changing. It's just you take it and then you learn how to live with it. Not you hate it, reject it, and then you never let yourself feel that way again. Yeah, a lot of people don't want to put the work in. Oh, but they're taught that. Like that's taught. They, they teach you to cope. They, they're teaching you fucking science ain't even science no more. Hold on, slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. They're teaching you to cope. They as in what, the school system, society? Who what are you talking about? You can put whoever you want on it. I would say all, all of the above, school system, society, the general public, like, particip- like 
Texas right now, I think it's Texas. One of these states is trying to pass a bill where there's no longer trophies. It might be Florida. Something like that. You not getting a trophy is what makes you go work hard to get the trophy. A participation trophy, specifically. No, they're trying to take away all trophies. No, like, I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. They're trying to take participation trophies. If you don't want to give niggas participation trophies, you don't have to. No, but what I'm saying is, like... They're passing a law that says no more trophies. Either way, however we want to look at it. Like, who the fuck... You don't got nothing better to do than to pass a law that says no trophies. We, You got to have something better on the docket than fucking worrying about who gets a trophy and who doesn't. Uh, Let's go here with it real quick. So uh, I want to say rest in peace to a legend. The late, great Jerry Springer passed away. And, uh, you know, Jerry was that dude, man. That was <laughs> that was a lot of childhood memories, man. You know, uh, I, un, un, unfortunately, I, I I had some experience getting suspended from school. <laughs> and every time you were suspended, that's the first shit you turn on. Guaranteed. The Jerry Springer shit? Come on, man. He changed the game. Jerry Springer's changed the game. Had niggas fighting. That was the first version of that. Mm-hmm. I was loving hip-hop way before loving hip-hop. Like, like, Maury, Maury was always second place. But Jerry Springer was that shit. They did the girls going wild shit, like too hot for TV. Jerry Springer was going crazy. Steve got his own show. Like <laughs> Jerry Springer was that shit. So I definitely want to send a, a, a rest in peace out to Jerry Springer, the legend. I think 79 years old. Cancer, I believe, is what it was. But you know, prayers to his family and all of that. That was a that was a legend. Definitely lost a real legend on that one. You wasn't <laughs> you wasn't inside. <laughs> Jerry been outside for a long time, man. Nigga been nigga been old for a long time. <laughs> he ain't like he got older. He always looked the same. Yeah, he he definitely looked the same the whole time. He definitely did. He's the best. He he the best instigator in television. That's a super fact. Damn, the best instigator. Yeah, Yo, you remember that that uh, episode when he had the the um the. The gangbangers versus the um KK, the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> yo, that shit was yo. I swear, like trying to turn it off. Yo, these motherfuckers started fighting. It. Yo, I think that was the best episode. Yo, like that was the best episode. I don't know if it was real, but yo, I was like, this can't be. This can't like boy. This is like boys in the hood, and uh, that shit was crazy. Yo, nah, that shit was wild. Nah, that was wild. That shit was wild. And then, and then you get the you get the fucking girls gone wild on a, in the daytime was kind of nuts. Like that shit was crazy. That shit was lit. Like yeah, that shit was wild. So rest in peace, rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Yeah, rest in peace, man. Definitely. Um, so I don't know if you were here on that pod. I know C had made mention of it a couple of weeks ago. Um, but uh, so the, it's a guy by the name of Alan Hughes. He's one of the Hughes brothers. No pun intended. <laughs> and um he they they did everything bro like all of the movies like just look it up y'all google it out there um the hughes brothers in film and television they've they've done they've done everything like it's literally too much to name like but um their relationship with tupac 
Um, I didn't, I really wasn't familiar with this story, but apparently they had a run in years ago. Um, this was when Tupac, because a lot of people don't know Tupac was supposed to be casted for Menace to Society, but um, Alan Hughes was saying like he was, he was just so wild. It, it got physical, like, and I think like Pac and his people like jumped him like on some like bloody mouth, like shit got real, like on some shit. So he got kicked off of the set and he, he, you know, he wasn't a part of, um, he wasn't a part of Menace. But fast forward, um, is, or he has directed a, I believe, I don't know if it's a docu-series or it might be a documentary, but it's called Dear Mama and it's on, um, Hulu and, yeah, and it's on Hulu. And of course, you know, Mother's Day right around the corner. It's about his relationship with him and his mom and it's something that I want to see. I haven't seen it yet. I do plan on checking that out because you know, I if you are going to show a story, me personally, right? We've said this before, the Biggie and the Pac stories, we've seen them all, right? We 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 done done the case 10 times over. They done said we know who did it. They said we don't know who did it. We know who did it. This person was involved, all of that, right? But if you're gonna give a pop another pop story, I I'll watch the 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 story with you know him and his mom and that relationship. That's not something that has really been explored like that. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of make mention of that and shout that out because I do intend on watching. Hell of a title. What's up? That's a hell of a title though. Yeah, word. Yeah, word. And Mother's Day is right around the corner. You know. Uh, Couple things around the corner. It's uh, what's it? What is it? Was it? Was this tourist season or something? What, what we? Yeah, my birthday in a couple of days, man. Stop hating, bro. Ah. Cut it out, bro. <laughs> Let tourists ring. Let tourists uh, ring. <laughs> yeah. Where you got plans? You got plans? What, 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 what? Or not yet? Yeah. Wait, we still to be the. No, you mean plans? God laugh at you. Hey, so say less. Be on the Talk too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sit down. What, 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 Be humble. What, what? <laughs> yeah. Word. He disrespected Big Sean. He's like, little bitch. Shut up, bitch. Little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it made that shit a hit. That's hilarious. Hey, speaking of Big Sean, right? So, a couple of weeks ago, Jones was speaking on some uh, some interview when he was saying how he felt like Pusha T wasn't in top 50 uh, rapper on, or that wasn't, you know, he's not in his top 50. That's one thing he said. He also said that uh, Big Sean is better than Pusha T or he think that he, you know, is bigger than Pusha T. Um, Man, this Jones just wanted that feature. From who? From Big Sean. Cause he know Pusha T is smoke his eyes. Oh yeah. You think Jones can't get a feature without doing that though? Yeah. Yeah, he can or he can't. He can't. Nah, come on. He just throwing. He just throwing it in the air. That'd be something different for him, but that'd be something he need though. It wouldn't be a bad. That ain't that ain't that different. He did fucking day and night with Kid Cudi. Like it don't get no more different than that. That was that emo shit. Nigga. That was. That's shit. my point. Is that's different? That's different. Big Sean is a different line. Big Sean, Jim Jones, Big Sean would be a different wave. So you saying because he's super lyrical? What are you saying? 
I don't think that's something Jones ever did yet. He, he never got one liberal nigga. What, what, what? I'm saying. I'm trying to understand. I don't know. Exactly I don't know if he. Saying. I don't know if he poppy. Like, bro, I don't think Jones ever had a pop a pop dude. So, a pop record. Yeah. Uh, with females. He did that with a, with a male. A male rapper. I can't nah. think right now. Pop. Nah. What would you rate Big Sean? He a pop? Nah, hell he no. Rap, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't, has no rapper, rapper. He's a rapper. He's like bro. in between. Nah, he's, he's not like rapper, in He's not no pop artist. He's like he got the happy music. He has some big records, but even his big records wasn't pop records. The shit with when you talk about like my last with Chris Brown, when you talk about um the other shit, I ain't like them other niggas. Definitely playing those shit under the Hot Ninety Seven. Huh? I, I think that's some pop shit. I, they play those different radio stations. That doesn't make it. That doesn't. He don't got pop. He's not a pop. He's not a pop rapper, bro. I, 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 I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not labeling like, him a pop rapper. Like, 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 like all right. Give me another. Give me pop. another pop rapper. If Big Sean is a pop rapper to you, then give me another pop rapper so I can see where you comparing this shit to. Damn, I was about to say something is on lane, but come on, hell no. That's okay, so, nah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying, because 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 that's a crazy. I don't. I I just wouldn't consider. I don't know who else would be a big show. That's a, that's kind of. I can't say Wale. I can't say Wale. Hell no. But Wale's had cool. some some pop poppy. I think Wale is, uh, is a lot better than niggas giving credit. My fault. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, that shit sound like that shit sound like uh <laughs> nigga sound like he calling in from the bing. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> that was that so called. I think Well is one of the most underrated niggas out, man. But I think he be playing he be playing himself, bro. But he thinks so too. <laughs> no, but he right, I think. If yeah, you but- put his song up against other people's songs. Like in the verses, I well, think he smokes a lot of people. Wale got big records, and Wale's nice. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. But the thing, but the thing about it is, I think that, I think that um, he is a victim of some early shit that people had with him, or his whatever his attitude was, and you know, people wasn't really feeling him. Oh God, it no, he's low key cocky though. Oh. He confident. I don't, you know, like, all right, what's the difference between Wale's quote-unquote arrogance and the Jim Jones arrogance? What's the difference? But, but should no, he and, not no, and, be, Wait, wait, wait. And just answer that for me. None, somebody. none, none, none. My answer is none. I agree with you. And then, and then, I, and then I doubled down with should he not be? Does, does, does his music not grant him the fucking, you know, to be? That so what you think he missing then? He's missing the nobody wants to be him. Reg is the nigga that put me on to that that people have to want to be you for you to sell records. And he's just not cool enough for people to want to be him. Well when you say he is only? Yes. 
But like, yeah, that's the thing. You don't need everybody to be a fan of yours. You just need enough to fucking get your bills paid. <laughs> that's a super fact. Yeah, because what you really want, what are we really talking about? You want the money. You don't or need not. every fan. You want the money you or want not. The money. <laughs> you want the money or not. Hella <laughs> versatile. That's what's crazy about it. It's like nobody don't want to be him. It's hard to be him though. But forget that's what that. I'm saying. Yeah, forget all of that is what he's saying. Also, like. Do you want the money or not? Yeah. Do you want the money or not? Like, you know, especially, especially when you get in the money, right? It's one thing to not have the hits or the accolades or the notoriety or... Like Joe Budden. What about him? He's the perfect example of somebody who had the record but they just never transitioned. Wale's records transitioned. Like, he 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 had the big records that people knew were big records. But what, Joe Biden didn't have the records, though. No, that's what I'm saying. No, Joe Biden's records the record. were good enough. No, they were good enough. We for, could pull up. Uh, I'm saying you and I can both go through our phones and pull up Joe Biden records that should have taken off. But for whatever reason, they didn't. Mm. You don't think he got sold? I could. Well, I'll, I'll speak nah. for myself. Nah, because look, look, sir, I, I can go through my phone. Wait, time out. I can go through my phone and play songs that you would say, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying that the, the casual fan who doesn't know Joe Bunn's catalog, I could play songs that they would like and they would be like, hey, why wasn't this a hit record? This is an amazing song. I'm saying Joe Button has songs that everybody would deem to be great songs. It's just people haven't heard them. Great or good? Because it's a difference. I say great. I say Joe Button has the record. I think you he got. I think he got. I think play, he got wait, a... wait, time out, Jers. You know when you play Joe Button, you know exactly what song to make somebody a fan of Joe Button's to play. Right. If somebody says Joe Button is trash, you you don't even have to know anything about the person. You can find a song of Joe Buttons that they would like without knowing anything about them. Right. That's what I mean by he has the record. Okay, but now He's done it I, on many occasions. But hold on, this nigga don't know nothing. To, go ahead, my fault. But, but hold on, what I but what I would rebuttal to that would be yeah he got a couple joints that were good songs or whatever the case may be but now we're translating not even hold on hold on we're translating these same songs to be hits these same songs to stand next to pump it up no 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 that's what i'm saying is let me finish though you got pump it up so he'll forever be known for that for sure now yeah. it started with Wale. Wale has that yeah. way. Wale has Lotus Flower Bomb. Wale has no hands. Wale That's what has I'm saying, that- Jers. That's what I'm saying is Wale has he he has had the success off the records that Joe Button would have wanted. Do you okay. understand? Yes. So it's like Wale, you like you you you're complaining to niggas who you've done better than. Wale got bad. Wale got fucking pretty girls. 
while they got mainstream hit records. Joe Button has songs that are comparable to Wale's hit records that never got the recognition. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, at least your shit's got noticed, nigga. My shit's ain't even get noticed. Right. He had to pivot 17 times before he landed on, on, on something where he was literally able to carve out his own lane and win. You get what I'm saying, nigga? You got to do it off this thing we love. Right. And you still mad. Count your bl- That's what the J-Hole uh, Groundhog Day shit was. That's what he telling them. It's like, nigga, you living your dream and you complaining. You know how many of us within our own community wish we was you? Yeah. Yeah, word. Word. So, speaking of not even speaking of, I, I kind of just want to speak about this because nobody, nobody talks about Andrew Tate. Nobody, everybody's scared to mention his name. And if you mention his name, they always put smut on his name to 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 quote <laughs> the Philly Bulls, <laughs> uh, Gillian Wallow. Now, me personally, my stance on Andrew Tate is Andrew Tate is not crazy. The things that Andrew Tate says, in fact, are actually things that I believe are and can be very beneficial to a lot of men in particular and people who are open to the things that he talks about. Now, somebody might even hear me saying this and be like, yo, what the fuck is he talking about? But Gert, would you think, am I off in this? Any? Are you off with what? Am I off in anything I'm saying? That I fuck with T? No, not not even I'm that. You, not even that you do, but am I just off on anything I'm saying about him? That say it one more time. So I mean, in like, short, in short, Tate ain't crazy, and Tate isn't the monster that they are trying to paint him out to be. But who's even trying to paint him out to be the monster? I might, I might not even be. Uh, who's to say that nigga even really got locked up, dog? Who really reported it other than people who he went on their show? But I mean, so no, what do you mean? That's I I who, you had who? you had you had the um you had his lawyer um and you had another lawyer okay, that could have been a friend. No, could have been a friend. Could have another there was another female lawyer that was speaking about it on a platform. I don't I don't remember where I was watching. <laughs> But she was talking about what platform? The platform know. was on the nigga whose show he went on. No, 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 it wasn't. This was like some news shit and like CNN. No, no, like like in another country type shit. My nigga, but how do we know what the fuck is what? Jersey, this nigga came out of nowhere. It was the biggest deal. He got locked up, and I'm not saying this is true. I'm just putting a little spin to the story. Right, but how the fuck we don't know that this ain't no hope? I don't know, but just speaking about have you just speaking about have you thought his, about that? No, nah, of course not, of course not. But I'm just saying, speaking about his <laughs> speaking about his rhetoric. You know, I think that um, started following him on Twitter, and um, you know, he'd be talking some shit. Like I remember people in Chicago was getting on his ass because he called. Chicago, a shithole, 
but that was that was a small excerpt of a full context statement that he was making where he said yo imagine uh you know waking up in chicago and having to deal with you know all types of murder and and constant you know anguish and this that and the third and and you just you know you you in this shithole when you just can't get out and da 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 like that's 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 not what it is in so many words is what he was saying and people focused on the fact that you know my nigga was, even if he did that is a shithole with people dying like but that this is what i'm saying what the fuck this is what i'm saying he said yo cuz he said the the main responses he was getting was yo uh, you wouldn't survive out here. You can't come out here and say that. He was no like, yeah. shit. He was like, "This That's is exactly what makes my it point. a shithole." He's like, "This is exactly my point." <laughs> yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, because niggas is extra tough with all of the guns in the world, and they killing for nothing. That's not a safe, functional environment. Like, that's not normal. Like, I understand we from some of these neighborhoods and environments where it is frequent activity, but that doesn't mean that it's normal. And that doesn't mean that it's okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we got to call the spade a spade. Word. That shit is wild, man. That shit is wild. But I do, I do, uh, I do check out what Andrew Tate has to say. And, um, you know, again, I, I stand on the principle of, I don't agree a hundred percent with anybody because I have my own mind and I think how I think and I come to my own conclusions based on how I feel and the information that I have, so on and so forth. So I can agree with 25 things he says and disagree with 73 things he says. What difference does it make? Like, I think people got to relax. Fuck with what you fuck with. Don't fuck with what you don't fuck with and keep it pushing. It really ain't that deep. It's very simple. It's very simple. But Lauren said, would you rather make it hard? <laughs> Shit is crazy. Let me see. What else we got? Uh, Troy Ab is in jail. He's going to jail, rather. And he put... Why out, is Troy Ab going to jail? He said, because... And I can actually read a little bit of it, because he basically broke it down and explained. He said... And would you believe that? Would you believe after all the evidence, I still got to go to jail, even though I feel like it's self-defense, even though I feel like my friend should have took some weight off my shoulders. That ain't the reality. The reality is in New York, we don't have traditional self-defense. The reality is I'm charged with attempted murder on the person that shot a bunch of innocent people, attempted to murder me and kill a real one. Rest in peace, banger. I'm charged with possession of his weapon. The reality is that my friends who were in the car were only down for the good times. They weren't down for the bad times. They weren't down to take the gun charges while I took the attempted murder and weapons possession. That's when the concept of team became a myth. That's when I realized the streets is a myth. But regardless of all of that, I'm going to take whatever comes with this with my chin up and 10 toes down. I hope y'all use me as an example and learn from my mistakes. So you or your peoples don't make the same ones. Everybody claims they real until they get put in a real situation. He said that already when uh, the streets is the myth shit was out. Yeah, but- That's I'm why just... that's crazy. You fucked me up. <laughs> you fucked me up when you said that. <laughs> yo. yo, I didn't know he wanted his team to break break up the charges. That makes sense, but 
That's why he was dissing them niggas all crazy like that. No, yeah, he, uh, I think Troy Ave did the realest shit. And it's crazy that he got what he got from it. Uh, the streets is a myth. <laughs> um, I don't know how many people in that situation would have handled that situation like that. Key, I mean, what's your, what's, what's, uh, oh, yeah, I would agree. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, they kind of like made a campaign off that shit. They kind of made a good out of the bad, but it wasn't that good. It was like, I don't know. I don't know if he got excited too fast to get this bad news. And you know what's crazy? Not to like, cut you nah, off. He ain't learned. Not to cut you off, keep my bad. But like, what also adds another element to his post is, you know, he just put out like two albums a couple weeks ago or, you know, within the last month or so. And one of the songs is If Daddy Goes to Jail. And that's the song he got playing. Yeah, that song was fire. That's the song he got playing in the background from this post. So he probably already he probably already kind of knew that it wasn't looking good. And that's what I said. Like once the once the verdict came out, um and so what, what what he was celebrating? Tax going to jail. No look. Now I thought he was saying that uh like he's telling the story in hindsight. Like he he because he put out he was saying all of that when he put out the new pack. And the streets is a myth album and all of that. Right. And now he's going back and telling everybody what happened. Like for the people who didn't know what happened. Right. He's going back and retelling the story. Right. Right. Is that well, not what he's doing? Thought, that is what he's doing. Clear I thought it was I thought it was clear off of the last shit. Yeah, I thought he was done with all of the uh cases and shit. So he basically about to get smoked though in New York. Yeah, he said pre he said pre-sentencing is today. Y'all pray for me. Oh word. That's why ain't nobody with that gun charge in New York. What? Yeah. So his lawyer probably told him, his lawyer probably told him, like, nigga. Run it up. You go do as many interviews as you can and Get the story out there. Try to fucking sway a jury or something. Get, get as many ears on this shit as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a hell of a campaign, though. Really? Because yeah. he said it. He said the very first sentence. And would you believe after all of the evidence, I still got to go to jail? That's what Tory Lanez was saying. I ain't gonna lie, I thought about him. I thought about him when you was like, he was letting people know what and happened. And after all of the evidence, I still go to jail. That's crazy. I want to hear, hear Tory beginning to this shit. I want to hear his beginning, beginning, beginning to this shit, yo. I'm interested to hear his Hey, yo, Troy, Troy Ave said, when all else fell, blame it on Rock Nation. He said that. That's exactly what he said. You think Troy? You think Rock Nation coming out of him too? Rock Nation owned the venue, so Rock yeah. Nation, Rock Nation is being sued because Live Nation and Rock Nation, you know, they, they, that's that's their shit. That's their family. So they own the venue. Yeah. So you can sue the venue, but their money is longer than his. So they got the better lawyers and they got the better everything, and so they could crush you. Money, big big bang take little bang every time, every time. Mm, yeah. What he yeah. said. I ain't hear that part, but damn, he said it again. 
<laughs> Boy, he's a... It's the rock. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> you know how Jay moves, so he probably like smoked that little nigga. <laughs> nigga. Jigga man. You heard? Think about all of the shit. Think about all of the shit, all of the artists that was involved in it. Think about everybody who he beefing with and who they managed by. Think about all of the people who he beefing with and who they managed by. That nigga said, I can only view little niggas like little niggas. Swiss is executive producer her whole album, yo. 
her whole debut yeah, album. All that shit. I'm like, where should I get this DMX in her, yo? But she, I heard her story crazy. Like, she been through mad shit, so it's not like she's faking none of that. I ain't gonna hold like, you, though. Really that, that energy is New York energy, though. That energy is right. New York energy, for sure. I don't know what you call it. It's not even ratchet. It's just... Yo, so have, have females take have females taken over hip-hop? Hell yeah, the whole summer gym is female. It's crazy. Like you got you got you got her um coming onto the scene. You got Lotto, you got Lola Brooke, you got Coy Ray, you got, you know, uh you still got you got Ice Spice. Um That's the city girl. Nah, because she she getting different money. She getting different money. They getting different type of money. So, but it started off with that sex shit. Nah, for sure. Oh, you got you got Sukiana. Sukiana's going crazy. Sukiana's all yeah, she's been crazy. Going, she going. She's probably she's as X rated as they get. (laughs) Actually, she might have passed. passed Yeah, she passed everybody. She passed everybody. Like she's the nastiest chick out ever. <laughs> she's the nastiest chick. Jackie, ever. I don't want to see Jackie. Hell no. no, she's the nastiest nah, one. She Kaya. Yes, she did. Kaya got one. She not a damn. That's a fame track though. It is. That's hard to pass. I'm not saying. I'm not saying any any song that that Sukiana has is bigger than. Kaya, I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is her branding is way more explicit, way more. Like her, she don't care. Her, she, she's like a porn rapper. <laughs> she is a porn rapper. Word, the shit crazy, <laughs> bro. The shit is crazy. The shit is crazy. And what's even crazier? What's even crazier is her fan base and the chicks that be at her shows, like the type of chicks that's in the crowd. That's crazier. Like, cause now you it's gotta you stars and strippers. Huh? It's porn stars and strippers in the in that crowd. Hood thoughts. Can't forget the hood thoughts. Wherever she goes. Like, it's it's wild. It's wild. That's definitely X-rated rap. Donald Trump on the Definitely X-rated yeah. rap. Um, but yeah. Um Real quick, shows on shows. Key, did you um you I don't think you ain't see the last power, did you? Man, I've been off, so I ain't <laughs> niggas said power been off. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad funny. That's mad yeah. funny. Power um Man, the last I... couple episodes been all right though. I think somebody put something up that Lorenzo died or something like damn that's your puppy. They gotta relax. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. That was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's how old fucking Yeah. Um, when I go back in, I got a lot, a lot to keep going. Uh, I don't gotta keep waiting for next week and shit. Nah, it's decent. It's decent. It's decent. Um so I fuck with that. Um, I'm looking for some new shit, man. I'm looking for some new shit. Girl, you ain't got no new show recommendations, movies, docs. Ted Lazo, Ted Lazo, Ted Lazo is back. 
I'm going back so to that. I never got into Ted Lasso. I've heard it was great. I know it won a bunch of awards. I know Apple TV has been killing. I've been saying it for a minute. Um, but I don't know it. I know the plot. I never really gave it a shot. Not the rhyme. Uh, <laughs> I got two bars. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I, you know, okay. So is it, is it actually funny or? That's fire. It, it, what it is, is the concept is this lady hires a bad coach to get back at her ex-husband who owns a team. And the nigga is just the politest nigga in the world. So like it, like everybody just loves to hate him, or just loves him because he's just so polite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what the show is based around. Is, is like is his politeness funny? If you take it that way, I'm, I mean, like, right, it, what's the what's the genre? Would it be a drama? Would it be a comedy? It's a drama. Okay. It's a comedy okay. drama. Because I thought it had some comedic element to it. I thought. I, yeah, I thought he was yeah. supposed to be like it's a funny, funny. I thought him specifically was supposed to be a funny nigga. No? Okay. He is. He is. He's like, I, I want to say kind of like a Flanders, like uh, a Flanders in 2023. Flanders is uh, Seinfeld? I mean, Simpsons. Oh, Simpsons. Ogly dogly. <laughs> <laughs> he would be with him twenty twenty three. It's it's a show about him, like like him walking through life, like <laughs> and what encounter. What? What? That's how like some funny nah, shit, funny. right? That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. If I had to describe it, that's how I would describe it. The nigga was a a, a college football coach. Like like an offensive coordinator, and they, I moved him to Manchester United uh, Major League Soccer. Like, nothing at all, but he's the nicest nigga in the world. Like, okay, yeah, okay, I can see, I can see what. I, but it's Flanders. I can like, see what. I, they hire Flanders to be a coach uh, of a Major League Soccer team. Wow. Were. Um, I saw on, I don't know if it's Amazon or if it's Apple, but it's some new shit called Citadel. That looks interesting. I think it's kind of like some FBI, something, something. Uh, that looks interesting. Uh, I don't really got much to report on that. Uh, yeah, I don't really have, I heard, I, and I am going to get into... Uh, what is it? Kings of Mayor of Kingstown. Mayor of Kingstown. Are y'all watching? Are y'all watching ballet? You know, wifey had it on. Uh, I kind of gave up last. I like I, well, it. look, I kind of gave up last season because it wasn't what I thought it would be, and I never really gave it a fair shot. She likes it, and she never really stopped watching it. She was watching season two, and then I kind of started watching two. Um, it wasn't bad from what I was seeing. I just kind of had to get out of my own way and get out of my old nigga brain uh, because... You know what I like about it? It's 
current times, what you, what we got from the Fresh Prince is what this kid's generation can get from it in current times. So legitimately, like legitimately yes. this generation's back. Yes. Like they talking about how these little niggas is on drugs. They talking about how, you know, little niggas is gay. They talking about how like, uh, you know, like uh, Will is like a nigga trying to find his own way in life. Uh, so he trying to hoop through a the AAU circuit and the coach, you know, know that they got money, but he hustling the kids. But, you know, some of them he getting out. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, they talking about real life shit. Wow. I, I've heard that it was good, though. I, I haven't really heard anything bad about it. And like I said, what I what I saw kind of in passing and kind of just being around a little bit, it, it wasn't bad from what I saw, but I still haven't really got given it a fair a fair shot. But uh, I, I might double back. Nigga Carlton is one of the wing niggas with a cold cabin. Yeah, I know that. That's what I That's what I know. That's when I kind of gave up. It's like, all right, this nigga's doing cold. What am I watching here? Nah, that's fire, because that's what these little niggas is doing in high school, But this though. is what I'm saying. I was on old nigga time. Like, I yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. going to be more of a reboot of... But it is, though. It is the reboot, but they just made it to what they... How we was dealing with the shit that Will was dealing right. with, this they dealing right. with. So they, they speaking to them on their time. Do you know... Do your daughters watch it? Nah, my one of them started, and then she kind of tapped out. She didn't like it? But uh, she liked it. Uh, she liked it. Like, she enjoyed it, and she... She binge, so she, yeah. you know, gonna let it get a couple episodes and then. Yeah, I might give it another shot, but I did hear Mayor of Kingstown is super fire. Uh, so I, I want to give that a shot too. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's that. There you have it. Another episode in the books. Content delivered. Our job is complete. Make sure everybody out there does their job. And in case you were wondering, your job is to make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. Uh, all my exes live in Texas like I'm George Strait Or they go to Georgia State where tuition is handled by some random nigga that live in Atlanta That she only see when she feels obligated Admitted it to me the first time we dated But she was no angel and we never waited I took her for sushi, she wanted to fuck so we took it to go Told him don't even plate it And we never talked too much after I blew up Just only hello her, happy belated And I think I texted her and told her I made it And that's when she texted me and told me she prayed it And that's when I texted her and told her I love it And right after texted her and told her I'm faded She asked what have I learned since getting richer? I learned working with the negatives to make for better pictures. I learned Hennessy and enemies is one hell of a mixture. Even though it's fucked up, girl, I'm still fucking with you. Damn, is it the fall? Time for me to revisit the past. It's women to call. There's albums to drop. There's liquor involved. There's stories to tell. We've been through it all. Yeah. Interviews are like confessions. Get the fuck about my dressing room. Confusing me with questions like, Do you love this shit? Are you high right now? Do you ever get nervous? Are you single? I heard you fuck your girl, is it true? You getting money? You think them niggas you with is with you? And I say, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah Fucking right, fucking right, alright And we say, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah Fucking right, fucking right
Eco Music, Eco Music, Eco Music.